Welcome to What Riggins Diggin'. What Riggins Diggin'. She doesn't care what you like. Hello, I'm Sabrina with What Riggins Diggin', and since we're still getting to know each other a little bit, I think it's very important that you know that I love TV, especially reality TV and competition shows and stuff like that. Like, I'm a big Bravo girl, but we're not talking about that today. We're talking about other reality TV shows like The Bachelor and the entire Bachelor franchise. Like, I'm in love with it. It's a guilty pleasure for sure. As well as shows like The Masked Singer and Love is Blind on Netflix and The Circle. So that's what we'll be talking about today. So if you're not caught up on any of these shows, beware of possible spoilers ahead. But let's start with The Masked Singer. So... I've been digging The Masked Singer since spring of 2019 with season one, and I would get so stoked, like, when I was able to guess The Masked Singers correctly, and so, like, the first season, I was able to correctly guess, like, four of the singers, and I haven't done too well since, but we're on season three, baby, so let's talk about it. The show is doing it kind of differently this year compared to the first two seasons, which I don't think I'm into because before they would switch the groups every week of who is singing, and now they're doing the same group a few weeks in a row and then switching them, but we finally got to see the new people this week. And spoiler, but so far we've seen the robot in week one of season three, and I guessed that right, so go me. Um, I don't know how you couldn't guess it. The clues didn't really make sense. But as soon as the robot sang, I think it was very obvious who it was. And if you haven't watched, I'm going to say it. And <laughs> the voice just very obviously screamed Lil Wayne to me. And he had the biggest smile and was just so happy during the reveal. He just looked so happy to be there. And then the next week was The Llama with Drew Carey. And he's been in the news a lot lately for... Um, the death of his ex which is so sad and I'm very glad that he got to experience this moment of joy before you know having to deal with all that trauma so I hope all of her loved ones are doing well and Drew Carey is doing well during this time but aside from the llama there was Shaka Khan um Dionne Warwick and then Tony Hawk and when I think of Tony Hawk, I think of Ryan Sheckler, like, obviously, because they're both skaters. But I miss Ryan Sheckler. Like, I wish he was on The Masked Singer. So, whoever's listening from casting at The Masked Singer, there you go. Hit up Ryan Sheckler for season four. But the only downside of The Masked Singer for me is, like, not being able to find out who these people are until they get eliminated. And having to rely on your own guesses because I want, like, instant gratification. But I don't know, maybe, maybe this is teaching me patience um, while watching the show every week. But it's fun either way. And if you haven't started watching The Masked Singer, I think you should try it out and give it a shot. Because it's fun guessing. It's like a, it's like a game, okay? So you, you might like it. And so moving on from The Masked Singer, Netflix came out with a new show called Love is Blind, and it's hosted by Vanessa and Nick Lachey, and the show describes itself as, like, a social experiment where a group of single men and a group of single women, they're separated by gender, so the two groups never see each other, but they can meet in these pods and, like, talk about, I don't know, whatever they want. They just can't see each other while they're talking because there's a wall separating them, and so the whole point of the show is basically to see if love really is blind and if two people can fall in love and get engaged without ever actually seeing each other in person and just like purely through their conversations and then 
So purely through their conversations, they have to decide if they want to get engaged to this person. And if they do, then they all go to a resort in Mexico and then they'll get married to that person within four weeks. And so Netflix released the episodes and groupings. So you have to like wait a week. They did like five episodes and then like another four or five and then the finale and the reunion. And so let's talk about the first five episodes and the couples. So the first couple is Lauren and Cameron and there's not really much to say about them. Just that they're very sweet and seem like they could make it. And then the same goes for Kelly and Kenny. And then there's also Giannina and Damien, but they're, like, I don't know, their story is kind of boring so far, so I don't have a lot to say about them. So let's move on to Carlton and Diamond. So when they were in the pods, I was totally rooting for them because their chemistry is just so cute. And when they first got to see each other, he was so excited and ran to her. And I was just so excited for them. But once they were in Mexico, Carlton like completely switched up and started being pretty rude before he told Diamond that he was bisexual. And Diamond said she basically couldn't trust him anymore. And he started yelling at her and calling her a bunch of names. And honestly, I think Diamond just deserves better and they broke up like they should have <laughs> and then there's Jessica Mark Barnett and Amber okay so Jessica and Mark they had chemistry since day one in the pod and so did Amber and Barnett right but then Jessica and Barnett also had chemistry and Barnett said he'd propose to Jessica but Amber was only interested in Barnett and Mark was only interested in Jessica okay are you keeping up So Jessica told Mark that she was interested in Barnett instead of Mark and cut things off with Mark. But then Barnett took back what he said about wanting to propose to Jessica. So she got so upset and she went back to Mark and basically said she's in love with him since Barnett doesn't want her anymore. And now Barnett is basically an F-boy because he still has two girls to choose from, which are Amber and Elsie. And Amber is cute, but Barnett decides Elsie is basically the girl version of him and so he doesn't know who to choose (laughs) and so I was totally rooting for Elsie and side note she's Elsie is in a Facebook group with me and we said hey to each other so obviously I am still team Elsie but Barnett ended up choosing Amber right so Amber and Barnett they meet and they're killing and they're totally attracted to each other but Jessica okay when Jessica sees Mark for the first time Like, she acts all happy, right? And then she just keeps saying how physically it's so hard for her to get there with Mark, which I think is so sad. Like, they're engaged, and I'm just interpreting that as she doesn't think Mark is attractive because she said how he's not her normal type and that Barnett is definitely her type and that she would still choose Barnett now that she sees him outside the pod. And I just find that so rude. Like, you are engaged to Mark, okay? I don't know. But I heard that Barnett and Amber are still together and they're doing well. But we'll have to wait and see because I don't know what's up with the rest of them. But we'll find out as they continue to release the episodes. But at this point, I'm mainly looking forward to the reunion episode. But we'll just have to wait for that. So now is our favorite guilty pleasure, The Bachelor. This week was Hometowns Week on The Bachelor. So possible spoilers ahead if you haven't watched yet. But that's on you, not me. Because I'm letting you know now that there will be spoilers. All right. So, Peter went to see Kelsey, Hannah Ann, Madison, and Victoria's hometowns, and it got a little juicy, but we'll start with Kelsey's. 
So for Kelsey's date, they stomped grapes to make wine, and I just found that kind of funny that for her hometown date, that they were making wine when she was previously accused of being an alcoholic on the show, and like, I don't think she's an alcoholic at all, but I think it's like a weird choice for her date when that was an issue in her storyline, but whatever. Besides stomping on grapes, Kelsey told Peter she was falling in love with him, and that was basically that for Kelsey before Peter went to see Hannah Ann. So Peter and Hannah Ann went axe throwing for Hannah Ann's hometown date because she said that she had to make a man out of Peter so that her dad will like him because I guess her dad's like a total manly man or whatever. And Peter and Hannah Ann, they were definitely struggling with the axe throwing and I've never been, but I think it looks like so much fun, even though I know I'd probably do worse than Peter did, which seems kind of hard to believe because they barely need any, but hey, I think it still looks fun. Like, get my Ron Swanson on. Let's go. But then Peter gave Hannah a letter at the date, and it was like a love letter about all the things he loves about her in return of the letter she gave him the previous week. And I think that's pretty sweet. But okay, do we remember Ben Higgins' season? He got in trouble for telling two women he was in love with them. And now Peter basically told Madison he was in love with her, and he's giving Hannah love letters about all the reasons he's in love with her, too. And I just think that's a little suspicious because Ben Higgins caught a lot of heat for it. And Peter's like, A-okay, but whatever. But <laughs> that was Hannah Ann's hometown. And now is Madison's hometown. So Madison, I think, is my favorite out of the four for Peter. And they went to play basketball at Auburn University because Madison's dad is like some kind of coach there. And then they went back to meet Madison's family. And Madison got to eat dinner on the special plate that her family has. Even though like as soon as they sat down, Madison's mom immediately like pulled Madison away to talk. And it didn't look like anyone even ended up eating. So I don't know how special the plate really is. Like she's finally given the special plate and then it's like psych we're not eating Madison sucks for you I don't know I thought that was interesting and then her family like started asking her if she brought up her religious values to Peter because as we know like he did it in a windmill four times baby and Madison so she's waiting until marriage to get intimate and so they're like hey did you like bring this up to him it's important to talk about before you go on to like fancy suites and get engaged and she doesn't share that with Peter I don't know I think that would have been a good time to share but I don't know, I guess she was scared, so she didn't bring it up. And then after Madison's hometown, Peter went to Victoria F's hometown. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so Victoria never seems like she really likes Peter since she told him he's always in a mood and she always walks away and cries on their dates. But her hometown had cute moments since it was like, okay, so it's like a makeup for their first one on one date that was ruined by her former fling Chase Rice performing there. And side note, if you, like, listen to the lyrics from the Chase Rice song, it's, like, all about a girl on The Bachelor and being obsessed with The Bachelor. So, interesting. I don't think it was about Victoria, but I find it very interesting since that seems to be his type. Anyway, so instead of Chase Rice being at the hometown, Hunter Hayes was there, and he very fittingly sang, I don't want easy, I want crazy, which is perfect for Peter and Victoria, right? (laughs) But they were having a lot of fun on the date, and it was very cute to watch, but as they were leaving, one of Peter's exes from before the show was there, like conveniently, right? And she pulled Peter aside and tells him that he should be careful and that she doesn't want him to get involved with Victoria because Victoria's broken up a few marriages or relationships. And, like, Peter confronts Victoria about this, like, obviously. And later that night, he was like, hey, did you do this? And 
Victoria got so upset and so like nothing was going right so Peter left and he doesn't meet her family that night and then we are led to the rose ceremony okay so we have Kelsey Hannah Ann Madison and Victoria and based on how the dates went you would think that Victoria would go home right since Peter was told that she's ruined a bunch of relationships you know they're always arguing and they haven't had like one solid date yet and it's we've had hometowns already and there hasn't been one solid date yet and so he asked her why she doesn't fight for the relationship and she responded and was like well why do you stay so like I don't know you would just think that she's the one that goes home but spoiler no she's not Kelsey went home and after she told Peter she loved him is the time that she gets sent home so obviously we're not digging this final three but I don't know like, even though Peter picked his crazy relationship with Victoria, I think that Hannah Ann and Madison will be his top two. And obviously, there's a twist since the season hasn't been spoiled yet. But I would love to see him be with Madison. But I think he's going to end up with Hannah Ann. But we'll have to wait and see. And since I mentioned there's a crazy twist, there's a theory about Peter ending up with his producer, Julie. And I think it's pretty crazy. Like... It seems a little believable when you like look into it because they hang out a lot. His family all like follows her. She was with him on New Year's and she's hung out with him and his mom at Stonehouse and Westlake and they're together a lot like outside of the show and outside of filming and events and his mom <laughs> said the infamous like bring our girl back or whatever and I assume she knows Julie from Hannah B's season. So I don't know. I think it's an interesting theory. Chris Harrison was asked about it and he just commented that they have an intimate relationship and people went wild and they're like oh my gosh Chris Harrison said that Peter and his producer have an intimate relationship and it's like okay like I get it but I'm pretty sure that's not what Chris Harrison meant okay he just meant they're close and I think it's an interesting theory but I still think he ends up with either Madison Hannah Ann or single think it's very possible he's single at this point just like waiting for like Madison to be like sure I'll be with you <laughs> I don't know we'll have to wait and see so if you aren't caught up on these shows already go ahead and catch up so that you're not spoiled by anything that we may talk about in the future and I'll talk to you again next time thanks for listening bye this has been what Riggins diggin but now it's over no! with Sabrina Riggin Stay in touch with What Riggins Diggin' on social media. Then, then go pull down another episode. This has been What Riggins Diggin'.